Missionary Chats, Episode 2, for March 5, 2010. Earthquake Relief in Chile The sound quality on this episode is a little rough in spots, but uh, please bear with it while, while you get the information from Missionary Philip Rogers about what is going on in Chile and how you can be a help. After you finish listening to this, please go to the website missionarytalks.com to get some more information. Today I'm talking with Phil Rogers. He's a missionary in Chile. Currently he's in the United States, but I wanted to talk to him about the the earthquake in Chile that happened this last Saturday and what we as people back home can do to pray for missionaries on the field. Uh, so Phil, can you just give us a little update as to what's going on in Chile and then we'll, we'll move into talking about specifics, what we can do, but generally what's happening in Chile right now after the earthquake this last Saturday? The people we've been having contact with, our ministry is based in Santiago and we do have contacts in many places throughout the country. The epicenter was focused near the city of Concepcion and one of the hardest hit areas is a place called Talcahuano and a little community called Hualpen. And there is a church in Hualpen that I've preached at on numerous occasions and we've heard of several of the church families there that lost their homes and in fact are staying at the church building right now. Uh, another pastor in another town his lost his home, and he and some members of his church were c- camping on a mountainside, living in, in tents for the time being. And on and on, those stories are repeated innumerable times by many people throughout Chile. But in Santiago, like I said, where our church is located, we've had contact directly with Many members of our church there, they are all doing fine. Some of them, their houses were, of course, uh, affected, but to a minor extent, maybe a few cracks in the wall, things broken inside the house. Um, In fact, we have found out that in our own house, we had a few small items broken, but the house itself was not affected. So that's kind of an overview. A lot of people in southern South Central Chile are in great need. They need basic things like water, food. We know of several missionaries and national pastors that are involved in efforts to get some items to these folks as well as share the gospel with them. Is water available as far as being able to take water to to the areas? I, I would assume water, good water supplies have been disrupted in many areas, but are you able to get good fresh water and get down to them? Well, as um, I'm not directly involved, of course, being here in the States, but as I understand it, they are getting bottled water and things like that to these folks. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, your current president has, uh, it, her term is ending and you have a new president coming in. Do you know how that's going to affect, and, and when does the new president take place? How is that going to affect the uh, relief efforts? Um, actually, he takes office next week, the 11th. And I'm really not sure but how that will affect things, but I do know that typically when there is a change of, of government, there is a transitional period, and I think they're both, both the outgoing and the incoming presidents are working together for a smooth transition. Uh, Chile is a democracy. It's one of the mo- more stable countries in Latin America. Um, in fact, I was reading an article online this week that Chile 
is in the top 20 of least corrupt countries in the world. So that speaks uh, well of Chile. And so there will be a, it, it is a democracy. There should be a smooth transition of power. And I'm not expecting that any kind of relief effort would be disrupted. As far as the numbers of people, uh, I read this morning that uh, the death count right now is 778. I know the area where the earthquake was the epicenter was not a hugely populated area. Uh, do you expect, of course it's kind of hard to know and, and it's all a guess, but do you expect that uh, death count will go up significantly for coming into this next week? Um, significantly, it might go up by maybe a few hundred, but I do not think we're looking at thousands. You know, I, I trust, and from what I've been reading, that maybe it might go over a thousand, but um, the Lord willing, it, I don't think, from what I'm reading right now, it should even reach 2,000. As far as a, a person back home, when I see something like this take place, how can I be a help to you as a missionary. Now, in this case, you're not there right now, so you're not actively involved in putting your hands to to the relief effort. But what could I do generally to help a missionary that's down there? Uh, we've gotten several inquiries about about how to help out. The main thing would be to, to pray and to, if you're thinking about a specific missionary, if you know a specific missionary in the country, it, to try to just contact them and see if they were affected directly or not by the earthquake, or to see if there's any kind of relief effort that could be involved in. You know, typically when something like this happens, many organizations, uh, both Christian and secular, try to help out in different ways. And I always feel more confident in investing in a Christian organization who not only will try to meet physical needs, but also will try to get the gospel to these people. And um, as I mentioned, I do know of several instances of, of different relief efforts. They're not, and they're not huge, and uh, maybe as an as a international organization I might do, but there are several ongoing efforts headed up by different pastors and missionaries right now to bring help to specific instances. And, and I know as time passes, you know, other groups will be involved in, in getting that out as well. So mostly if you know a missionary there, if to find out if he or she is okay, and then to find out if there's anything that they are doing to help out in needy, in needy areas and if there's any kind of financial contribution that can be made. Last Saturday, all of this took place. Did you get a lot of phone calls? Were people trying to figure out where you were? I know you sent me an email. Uh, you know, you sent out a general email saying, hey, we're fine. We're in Texas. But was it frustrating to you to get a whole bunch of phone calls? Uh, and I'm thinking, if you were on the field and people trying to get a hold of you, would that have been more of a hindrance? Well, actually, it it wasn't. I, I could not say how it would be on the field, but it just really, in fact, it was a blessing to us to see how many people were concerned, not not only just about us, but about the situation in general. And so uh, to us, that was just a, an evidence of people's concern, and it was a blessing to us because, boy, you're a missionary as well, and sometimes, and, and I want to try to say this kindly, but sometimes churches seem to have to have a missions program because it's kind of like a badge of honor. 
and some churches also are really actively involved about it. And we've seen that as we travel this year, that there's many churches we've been in that people know who we are, they know about our family, they know details about us and our family and ministry, which shows that the church has been informing their people. And then it also happens that you go into a church that's supported you for a number of years and hardly anybody knows who you are. So um, that, that, was, that outpouring of concern to us was just an indication that people are informed about what's going on in Chile and they're also were concerned about us. So in that sense, that, that was not a hindrance to us at all. And I don't want to get political here, but uh, I have been a little frustrated <laughs> with the news media uh, on on the whole coverage of this. Uh, for example, this morning, this is we're recording this on uh, Friday morning. A week later, uh, there was a six point three. Um, I don't know how you say aftershock. it. Yeah, a six point three aftershock this morning, and um, I had to dig to find any information about that on the news. Um, Saturday after the earthquake, it seemed like more of the news coverage was about the potential tsunami that could affect uh, people and not so much about the actual earthquake, which did affect uh, many people. Have have you seen a lot of coverage this week um, about the earthquake, and has that been frustrating to you, or have you been pleased with the amount of coverage? Well, that, that's an interesting point. There are um, there's one basic news site in English that I go to, and a few others, and, and um, I had noticed that that after about two days or three days over the weekend, then it just kind of disappeared, and then you know healthcare and stuff like that back in the states moved back to the top. So there is a Chilean website that I go to daily. Um, that obviously gives more coverage, but I thought that was interesting that after a couple of days, and you were right, everybody's worried about a tsunami 6,700 miles away, and there was actually a small tsunami on the coast of Chile that wiped out several small towns, and you did not hear a lot about that. So um, I guess that's par for the course. People tend to be focused on their own little corner of the universe, and another thing is that even though this quake, as far as magnitude was much deadlier than the one in Haiti, Chile was probably better prepared as far as um, building codes and emergency response. And so we know that what grabs news, the news media attention is great, <laughs> I hate to say this, but are great tragedies. Right. And And so obviously several hundred people losing their lives is a tragedy, but it's Nothing on the scale of what happened in Haiti, and so after a while, people move on to other things. And I I understand there's there's obviously things that happen every day that that need to be covered, and and the news media covers that. Uh, what what I'm tr thinking about here is just raising the awareness for the listeners to realize that just because it's not in the news on a daily basis doesn't mean that they don't need help in Chile anymore or as particularly as we think of Haiti the the earthquake that happened just a few weeks ago there um, there's still a need there's still people that are giving relief efforts and even though it's not in the news still pray for your missionaries that are in in these um, these areas where great tragedy has taken place, but yet those missionaries can affect people and share the gospel and do great things. 
So, well, I appreciate your time, Phil. I appreciate you uh, taking the the opportunity to talk to us about this. And then I'm going to get some resources from you that I can put on the website, and we'll get that out there. Um, if is there anything else you you're thinking of that you'd like to share real quick as we as we finish up here? Well, something that's been interesting about this is when we see things like this happen to other people or other places, it seems kind of, even though we feel compassion, we might pray about it and try to help out and what we can do, it, it seems so distant and we seem kind of detached. And this is, and this has been different for me because I live there and my house was shaken up by the earthquake and people I know were affected and uh, people I know are homeless and things like that. And so it's, it's different. And so um, just it's a lesson to all of us and to myself as well to be more compassionate. These are real people, real lives that from in 90 seconds lost everything they own materially and many lost um, relatives and loved ones. And so we need to pray for these people. These are people for whom Jesus Christ died. And as the Lord allows us and moves us to be involved, I, it's a great opportunity to do so. So thanks for your time and thanks for getting out this information. Thank you for listening to this episode, and I hope this has been a help to you as you think about how you can be a help to the missionaries there in Chile or in in any part of the world that has a tragedy like this that you can be a part of and, and be a help in the relief effort. If you go to missionarytalks.com, you can see some links to different websites to get more information about the news that's going on there, and then also different missionaries that are helping with the relief effort that you can help support financially or find out what kind of needs they have. If you would like to help one of the pastors that Brother Rogers works with, the address to send a check to help one of those pastors is there at Missionary Talks as well. And then also some general information, some updated information about the relief effort. Also, as Phil said, if you have a missionary that you know of that's there in Chile that you would like to send money to, find out what's the best way to do that and work through the missionary that you already support. Uh, Or don't think of this as just what's going on in Chile now, but as different tragedies take place in the world, what can you do to help missionaries that are on the field be a a help spiritually of course and then physically and see what the missionaries that you work with uh, can recommend for you to do thanks for listening uh, please tell your friends about missionary talks and i hope this has been a help to you as as you pray for those missionaries that are on the field right now <laughs>